Well, dear listeners, if you've just come for me from the normal episode of Centralia, the Rise of Lazarus, um, well, I found a tape of the olden days, and we're going to see what happens if we play it. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, folks, but it's worth trying. Why, hello there, dear listeners. Welcome to KMGO. I'm your humble servant, Vitus Varnus. And I'm Tanish McManus, and we're gonna be giving you a great old show today. That's right. We got a really good show. This is our first big gig, and it's gonna be amazing. We've got plans galore and a nice little tale to warm by the fire, so listen closely, dear listeners, and we'll give you an interesting adventure. It's all about one man and his quest to just understand... Shush, shush, shush. No spoilers, my friend. No spoilers. But it's all about the mystery, you see. It's all about the puzzles, how truth wins out in the end. So, join us, dear listeners, won't you, for the very first episode of our new little show, The Doom Train Players, here on KMGO. Welcome to episode one, Paper Chase. Let's get this show on the road. Good start. Yeah, we're off to a good start, laddie. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Just, uh, it's gonna be a great show. Indeed, it is. Douglas's funeral was certainly an odd one. The problem is, is that it was closed casket, but, well, no one ever found a body. That's what was odd about the whole thing. Your Uncle Douglas, when he mysteriously died, just sort of wandered off the face of the earth, presumed dead, essentially. So he's really just missing? He's been missing for months, with the police having never seen where he went or what he did. One day, he was in his house, minding his own business. The next day, your neighbor across the street, Mr. Corbett, went to go deliver his vegetables to him, only for him to not be there. The only other thing that we know is that before he disappeared, he hastily changed his will and left to you his house in Arkham, Massachusetts. As a result, you've now moved out there. You live right over here on Iceberry Street at the Pink House. Not far across the street is Mr. Corbett. You have your neighbor next door 
and there's a graveyard a little bit away from there, a river back there, and the Miskatonic River to the north. Awesome. You're not far from downtown, and it wouldn't take too long of a drive with that pickup truck you own. But there you are. As you arrive with all the stuff that you have from your old home, uh, where are you from, anyway? I was born in Canada. Ah, right. You're, uh... Your, uh, was it your mom or your dad who, uh, who was, uh, from the United States because, you know, it's your uncle Douglas. Right, I think that's the, because my mother was from the United States. Ah, yes. Uh, your mother, uh, we'll call her Janet Kimball. Notice that's not your last name, but it I is. I did notice that. <laughs> but it was Douglas's last name, uh, Douglas Kimball. Okay. So you have your father's last name, whatever it is. Drake. Drake. As you move into the house, you also notice uh, apparently uh, Uncle Douglas, who had always taken a slight shine to you the few times you visited him, he's left you one other gift. Uh, his butler. What's his name? Silas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, butler, Silas. He's been taking care of the place, and he's going to help you start moving in. Uh, tell me, uh, where in the house would you like to look around? It's a, it's a two-floor house, kind of like the one we're in right now. Are the bedrooms upstairs? Uh, yes, the bedrooms are upstairs. I guess I should find a bedroom to put my clothes and things in. Uh, luckily, there seems to only be... Uh, there seems to be... The bedroom where he used to stay. Yeah. There's the guest bedroom, which is downstairs. And and there's also in the upstairs, uh, was it a bathroom and a study in the upstairs. So there's just the two bedrooms, either his or the one downstairs. Or the guests, yeah. So I need to make a choice, or make can I choice. go look around first? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can look around. Uh, you can look into each of the rooms if you want. Maybe I'd just like to be on the bottom floor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guest bedroom is pretty nice. It's a, it's a single, it's a single bed, two side tables, one on each side, and a, a lamp, gas, gas lamp, a couple of books lying around, some. Uh, pulpy dime store, you know, mysteries, a horror novel or two. So do I just decide to put my stuff there? Yeah, you can just decide to put your stuff down. For now, I can always change my mind. Exactly. Uh, as Silas moves in more of your stuff from the back of the truck, uh, he just says, anything else for you, madam? I don't think so. I think I'll just make something to eat and start to unpack my personal things. As you wish, madam. If that is the case, I will finish unloading and depart for the evening. And, he, and like, let me describe Silas for a bit. He's old. He's very much of the old persuasion of the 1800s. And he's very, very... Slow to talk, his frown <laughs> is just 
perpetual as he's just the most unhappy of individuals. He's like a basset hound, only human? Yes, exactly. (laughs) He's a basset hound, but (laughs) human. He's a very tall basset hound. Okay, I've got him. (laughs) All right. So uh, you you go to the kitchen, you uh, prepare yourself something to eat, and because I want to see how you do, uh, what's your art craft? Do you have a photo? Oh yeah, right, you're apparently a really good cook, according to your backstory. So I'm just gonna say, uh, we don't really have a skill for cooking, so just uh, roll me a D, just uh, roll me your D100 and we'll see the result. So you roll both of those together and tell me the result. 43. It's not your best meal you've ever made, but it's certainly a good one. There's no skill we're comparing that to. We're just kind of seeing how well it turned out. Not your best meal. You're kind of having to make do with whatever your uncle left behind, which uh, amongst the stuff that hadn't spoiled or was thrown out by Silas, it it works pretty well. Uh, As you... uh, As it's uh, getting late, uh, is there anything you wish to do, or will you uh, go to bed for the evening? I'll probably take a bath and then go to bed. That's what you would do. Yeah, that is what you would do. Go ahead. It's uh, uneventful, wee bit relaxing. Uh, You uh, gain four sanity for relaxing a little bit and unwinding. So we take your sanity meter and we push it up to a 39. Bathing. It's a good thing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You're able to relax and unwind for a bit. Uncle Douglas may have tragically passed, but, you know, maybe you can get used to living in Arkham. It's a good city. It's got lots of opportunities. The university could always be looking for... uh, could always be looking for work. As uh, you go to bed for the evening, I'd like you to make a willpower roll. So, pow, you're going to roll the d100. We're going to see if you get below the number. Nope. And I got 67. You are a bit restless in the night. And as you kind of toss and turn a little bit, you wake up and you hear a a ruckus coming from upstairs. What do you do? Go look. I take my light with me and I go upstairs and look. <laughs> uh, yes, you, you, you walk up the stairs. And as you do, you uh, you climb up, you, you, you light your, like, this is still the areas where you still need to walk with a candle to see where you're going. And as you walk up the stairs, you look around and you're not sure which room you want to go check out. Do you want to check out the study? The bedroom or the bathroom? I think I'll go look in the bedroom. You get, you enter into the, you enter into the bedroom, like you slam the door open in a a bit of a fright. And you look, and there's nothing. Completely empty. No furniture? No furniture, I mean like, It's as you first saw it. Nothing has changed. Nothing was rearranged. Window isn't even open. It's perfectly fine. All right. Roll spot hidden for me. 
Where does that mean? Uh, so there's a skill. Spot hidden. Oh. And you're going to try to roll under that number. I do. 37. Right as you are leaving the room, you notice as you turn around out of your peripheral vision, you see a humanoid figure walk down the stairs. He slipped by right behind you, but you could probably catch up to him. Okay. Do you want to follow suit? Well, sure. I want to know what he's doing in there. Who uh, is it? Roll dexterity, and we're going to see if you can catch up to him. I got 51. And compare that to the number? 53. You pass. You walk down the... You, you run down the stairs, trying to find him, keeping the, keeping the light ahead of you. As you run, as you run, he... This voice is just like in a panic, and he... And you try to catch him, but he runs out the front door into the... And he runs out the front door. You can't quite catch up to him, but you get a decent look. And it's definitely a man. Okay. But he gets away. Can't keep up. Hmm. So, with that having happened, what, what do you do? Can you go back upstairs and make sure there's not more of them? You go back upstairs. What room do you look in now? Now I will look into the study. You enter into the study, and as you walk in, you notice there are books missing. There's just... Like, the shelf was more full when you first looked at it. But now you can just sort of see where, like, individual books pulled seemingly at random came from. So now I'm jumping to the assertion that that thing was... person was there to steal books from my library? Apparently. Okay, so now what? I don't like that too much, but... Well, you could take a closer look. Uh, you could tell me how you want to look around the room, because there's like three walls of bookshelves. There's like a little chair with like a with like a little stand next to it, with like a drawer. There's a... You know, Do I have light? Can I turn the light on? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you turn the light on. It's, uh, you know, it's like a, it's fully lights up. There's no blood or anything. There's just missing books. So can I look at the books around it and notice if they're in any kind of order or anything? Roll library use. I think I have something for that, right? Like 50. Let's see how you do. Wow. Now, hold on. I'm going to present to you an offer. So you failed the roll. But a cool thing about Call of Cthulhu is that you have two ways of dealing with this before things get bad. You can either... Push your roll, which means you re-roll the dice, and whatever the outcome is, we do that. But whatever happens is going to be worse than what would happen if you just failed now. So right now, I would say you just don't notice anything. But, for example, if you choose to press your luck, you might uh, discover 
you might accidentally pull an entire shelf down because you're like really looking for a pattern, you know? Well, or, I'm not this type of person to run away from things. <laughs> or you can spend luck. You can like spend one point of luck per how much you want to decrease the dice. So if I want to make that a 50 so you pass, you would spend six luck. I think I just want to try again. I'm not that lucky to begin with, right? So Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're going to roll again and we're going to see what happens. Uh, cocked. Just re-roll that. 54. Sorry. You look and you struggle and in the midst of like your delirious panic of like, is the pattern with these books. You accidentally pull one of the shelves down and you take... And it hurts. <laughs> one point of damage. Your hit points are now nine. Mm, that's not good. Oh no! Ah, my leg! Alright. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that this happened. Hmm. But yeah, you just can't for the life of you find a pattern in those books. You just can't. Alright. Well, now I have to just go down and well, wait till tomorrow. Well, I mean, there's other things you could try. I mean, I mentioned that there's a chair. Can I drawer. look in the drawers and the chairs and all that kind of thing? Oh, uh, yeah. Roll me a spot hidden. And that was over here. Mm -hmm. They're in alphabetical order, so... I have only a nine. Oh, a nine? That's really good. Yeah. You look at, like, you sit in the armchair and you're thinking for a bit, and then you notice this button feels weird right on the... And you click it. And, a and the drawer springs open from the little night, from the little side stand. There's a journal in there. It's your Uncle Douglas's journal. So can I just start reading it? Yeah, you, yeah, you can. Is it is it legible to me? I mean, like it, it's, it's very much legible. Um, you spend if you're gonna read it, you're gonna spend a good hour reading through the thing. Okay. And as you read through what uh, your uncle Douglas's journal, he talks. A lot about how he doesn't like working at Miskatonic. He doesn't find it enjoyable. He doesn't get any, like, you know, satisfaction out of it. How all he really wants to do is just be at home and read. But even when he's at home reading his book, he never feels at peace. He never feels like he's able to, you know, he never feels like he's able to get any sort of peace and quiet. There's always neighbors next door bothering him there's always you know just he's just being perpetually annoyed by <laughs> people and even though he lives on the outskirts of Arkham he just does not like people at all and he would just prefer to read but he can't then you get to the end of the journal and you find a selection of like 30 or so pages were ripped out From the end? Or the Towards middle? the end of the journal, yeah. Where would those be? 
I'm not telling you. Can I look for them or? Yeah, sure. Give me a. If you want, you can give me a spot hidden. Fifty-two. Not good. Nope, just can't find anything. Do you want to push it? No. Yeah, you really just can't find anything about what happened in this damn... So maybe I should go look in the bedroom again. Yeah, go right ahead. And I'll go in there and see if what's in the nightstand and stuff by the bed. Uh, because you mentioned that you're going to be raiding the nightstands, I won't ask for a spot hidden. Because you told me what you're specifically doing. Okay. Uh, you open up one of the nightstands, you do find an, uh, a little drawing. Like one of the pages from the book is there. Okay. It's got a nice little drawing on it. And it, it looks like a vague self-portrait of your Uncle Douglas. Looks a bit off, but eh, he wasn't a great artist. And as you look at it, he's sitting on a nice rock in the middle of somewhere, you're not sure where, reading a book. It's a photograph or a drawing it's of a himself drawing of looking at a book and what, he's, he's what else? He's sitting on like, like a stone of some kind. Yeah. Is there anything in the background of the picture? Hmm. You have photography, right, as a skill? I do. If you uh, roll that on hard, which means with like half the skill, so like 10 in your case, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. All of this and I'm only supposed to get 10? Yep. Okay, Good right. Luck. <laughs> so not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, nope. You can't. Like, even though it's, like, a related skill and you're kind of trying to use your ability to figure this out, you just can't. You're very baffled as to what the background is supposed to be. So, can I look around his bed? Like, under the pillows and under the bed and that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, you look around. You don't find much, but you do find what... But you do find, like, uh, a little thing that says, you do find, like, something he was trying to hide. You find, like, under the mattress. Mm-hmm. This, another, like, a slip of paper that's not from the journal, but it looks like it's written in some very broken sort of, like, handwriting. Like, not written by a, like, it's not like, it's like... It's like a five-year-old wrote this. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, like a five-year-old sat down and carved this in pencil somehow. Carved it? I say carved. It, it's like it's scratched in with a pencil, if that makes sense. And it's not really legible? It's not really legible, but with enough time, you're able to figure it out is, do you take our deal? Yes, no. So I'm keeping with me the journal mm -hmm. and the extra page with the picture, and now I'm putting also in it this note. Mm -hmm. Do you take our deal? Yes. Is there a closet attached to this room? Yes, there is. Can I look around there? Nothing you, Nothing of interest. Is there a dresser or a... Uh, I'm going to just tell you, room's empty. That's no, it. No more clues. All right. Well, I'm on to the bathroom then. Bathroom? 
Spot hidden, please. <laughs> no, I think that. Ninety-eight. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you do you want to push it? I can't afford to do that. If I move the luck thing down. I mean, you could, but it's not gonna. It's be, not worth it. It's not worth it. It's too much luck. Yeah. If it's like one or two points, then maybe do it. But no. So I just look around in all the different spots in there in the medicine cabinet and by the bathtub. Nothing of interest. If you don't mind, uh, can you make a luck roll for me? You're going to roll your luck and see if you get above or below it. It's the pitiful luck, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 69. Nope. Nope. Doesn't happen. Uh, nothing here for you at all. No clues or no pointers. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to take my things and go back downstairs. Uh, you go back to sleep and things are pretty uneventful. You wake up the next morning, your butler hasn't arrived to work yet. Uh, the question, so at this point, like, I'm gonna say that, like, I'm gonna present to you some options, because you're not gonna immediately think to do some of these things. But some options could include, you could go ask around some of the neighbors to see if they might know anything. Uh -huh. You could uh, go to the local library to do research. You could talk to the police or you could go to the newspapers to find out if there's been stories about like robberies recently. It would make sense to me to go by the police and tell them what happened to me so that there's some sort of record that this thing happened in case there are other weird events that happened to me. Yeah, yeah. You take a... You hop in, the, in your truck and you go to downtown. <laughs> and as you uh, come to the police station located right here, the central police station, mm -hmm. you, come in, you come in there and uh, you, know, you have to sit down and you have to do, go through some paperwork and some processes. But eventually uh, you do get a chance to speak to like the officer in charge here. And he's like... Yes, ma'am. What do you need? And he's just this gruff, square-jawed officer of the law. I was just explaining to him who I am, being that I'm the niece of a long-time resident of the city. Mm -hmm. And what happened to me during the night, my first night there, that I saw someone, and I think they may have taken some books or something. Mm -hmm. Theft. We never had an issue with cat burglars in middle ages. I mean, there was the recent uh, string by uh, Sticky Jack, but uh, we got but well, we got him in the slammer like a week ago. Mm. Who's Sticky Jack? <laughs> oh, he was. Look, I, I've been trying to work on this thing for ages, but the. Mordecai the Hammer O'Leary, he's this uh, mob boss. He runs this crime ring or whatever. <laughs> I've been trying to bust him for ages, but I just can't seem to get him. Meanwhile, you know, one of his goons, Sticky Jack, just committed a crime or two a couple of weeks, you know, a week ago for a small string of robberies. But we got him behind bars now, so it couldn't be him. And, uh, I mean... He's, in, he's serving out a sentence, and there have been uh, no reports, though, of any unusual things happening around here these days. Well, this was unusual to me, so... Uh, you could... If you want, 
you can roll Law, Charm, or Persuade if you want to get some extra information out of him. Do I have any of those things? Like, I don't have any of those. And you could try justifying to me your fast talk skill. Like, what are you trying to do or uh, what else you got? Yeah, I have that. I'm yeah. going to try to get him to tell me more about Mordecai. Mordecai the Hammer <laughs> O'Leary? Yes. Yeah, go right ahead. I give a roll. Okay, only 27. But that passes. It's less than 51? Yeah. He, you, you say, like, a phrase or two that, like, gets him to, like, talk a bit more when he really shouldn't be talking about this. He just says, mm, yeah, you know, we had some reports the other day from the local cemetery that, there, that they saw some shady fellas hanging out around there past closing hours and all that. We didn't quite think at the time it was important, but, you know, we think maybe it might be one of Mordecai's guys. We're not quite so sure. Well, stakeout revealed nothing from, what was it, two nights ago? But my house is right by the cemetery. Hmm. Could be related, but doubt it. Didn't see anyone in the cemetery two nights ago. Doubt they showed up now, but I'll file a report and see what I can do. Could you, like, come by there in the night just to check on it? <laughs> just... Bring somebody on a patrol. Yeah, sure. I totally will. Uh, can you just please roll psychology for me? That's a thing I'm supposed to be good at, right? Yep. 37. Uh, what's your score? 61. Uh, yeah, you passed. Um, he's lying to you. He is so lying to you. He's basically going, yeah, right, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to waste my time and my men and my effort on this bullshit. I've got more important things to do. Unfortunately, just like in real life, the cops are not helpful. That was a political joke. <laughs> yes, and that's like the truth. So, that's... <laughs> Non-helpful. Well, while I'm over there, can I go to the library? Oh, yeah, sure. You can totally go to the library. I'm kind of close. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Yeah, you head over to the library. Uh, give me a library use roll. Uh, no matter what, you're going to succeed and get the information that you would achieve. It's just going to be a matter of how long it takes for you to do it. 42. Does that pass? 50, yes. It takes you a good, like, two hours to find this. I mean, this is the old days where libraries take ages to figure out. But you do figure out... You know I grew up with only the card catalog, right? Yeah. You know I, grew up. I know, I know. But I often have to explain this to the young hit viewers who don't understand, like, what it was like to work with a card catalog. Let's see. But... You've, you're dig through the morgue of uh, the library, you know, all the old newspapers, and you find an article dated over 10 years ago that concerns the alleged sighting of a band of people, apparently unclothed, and they, con and they were all converging at the cemetery next to your house. Naked people at the cemetery. Yes. Check. All right. Hmm. From 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Like 10 years exactly, or basically? The, 
10 years ago-ish. Is that all I can find? That's the best you could dig up. Can I ask the librarian if she's been around, if she remembers anything like that? Mm-hmm. You walk up to the librarian and she goes, Oh, yes, sweetie, I remember that. Those were some weird days. Oh, gee. Well, can I take you to get some tea and maybe you can tell me about it? Oh, sure. And you spend some, uh, you, you go over to a nearby cafe and like you, you sit down and you have some tea over the... Let's be fair, frank, the rancid smells of the Miskatonic River. And, <laughs> and, you, and you sit there with her and she just goes, Oh, yes, those were the days. Oh, they were strange, strange sightings. They were said to be walking out of the, out of the crypts, they said, coming right out of them. Like, you ever hear of the... What's that voodoo thing? Roll the cult. <laughs> I have a 50. Yes, 43. Oh, zombies, you know. Zombies, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've heard of zombies. You know a little bit about African folklore. Yes. <laughs> you know, Haitian, African folklore. Yeah, you know this stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, that thing. Oh, people were claiming that the dead were coming out of the graves or whatever, but I've never believed it myself. I just think there were some insane nuts. Arkham is known for having a bunch of those. Arkham is known for having a lot of insane people? You kidding me? We get stories left and right of, you know, some new religion coming to town and trying to do something. Why do you think we have an asylum here? Okay, well, like, what kind of new religions do you know about? Oh, Church of the Passover Angel, Temple of Hope, Sacred Order of Dagon. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, they keep coming. Oh, the Mormons. Can't forget the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is all very peculiar. Oh, yeah. And an, and an asylum? Oh, the town asylum? Yeah. People are still in there? No, it's still in use. Where would I find that? A little bit on the outskirts of town. You'd have to go towards Boston, but... Uh, yeah, the Arkham Asylum, yeah. Have you ever been there? Heavens no. I don't, I don't associate with the insane. Do you think you could help me find any more information about the religions or the zombies or the any of that being a librarian? That Either you're... roll charm or fast talk. You really need or library use. Alright. I'll just go with the fast talking. Because I can tell that she's got more in there than she's letting out. <laughs> and ten. Well, I suppose I can help. And, you know, you, you convince her. You kind of do, like, the classic, like, Tom Sawyer sort of swindling trick with the librarian. And convince her to help you out. Yes. And as she does that, you know, you do some digging through, like, all the newspaper articles about all the different religions that have come to town. None of them claim to be worshipping the dead. The Temple of Hope claims that their form of... 
God will be summoned forth, something, something, demon, sultan, something, something. Another one, the Church of the Passover Angel just had a guy go absolutely nuts in the middle of her, in the middle of Persia, and he just sort of believed that, uh, you know, oh yeah, you know, the, the Passover Angel spoke to me directly. Uh, let's see, what up? the Sacred Order of Dagon come from the not so far away city of uh, Innsmouth. They, they, they're kind of small. They talk about like, you know, they, they worship some old sea god or something. You know, pagans, what are you going to do? And uh, the Mormons, they're Mormons. Um, but They wear funny underwear. <laughs> uh, no good leads there. You do recall, you do find that like, though in your research, somebody trying to do an exorcism of the graveyard and like it was some preacher at a like at the local catholic church and he was trying to do an exorcism over it he was saying something about ghouls hmm all right is that probably all i can get from her that's all you can get so maybe I think I'm going to go back home and see if the butler is available. Oh, uh, yeah. It's getting, it's a little bit, uh, it's like three in the afternoon. But you do eventually get there. And uh, you arrive and your butler is in hysterics. Like, Silas is just, oh my god, oh my god. Alright, so I need to talk to him and what's the matter? What's happened to you? Oh, it's terrible. I, I was I was going out for my lunch break. I was going over to that friendly Mr. Corbett across the street, right? Mm-hmm. And as I was going to Mr. Corbett, I just you know, I was having some tea, getting some vegetables, when all of a sudden I see this figure walking by the house and leaving. And I was like, oh no, I left the door unlocked. So I ran over there. And then I looked around and they didn't take anything. And then I just looked all around and then I walked in the study and then there were books missing. Well, how many books missing? <laughs> like... Well, the, it, it, he, he discovered you know, like 20-some-odd books were missing. So that's way more than there were missing last yeah, night. More, like 10 more are missing now. Uh, if you want, you can look at the study again and see and try another library use to see if you can get any extra information. And then you go up and see if there's more and missing and yeah. what's going on in there. That... Okay. Because because you did library checks before, I will say you do remember some of the books that were on the shelf. But I can't see anything. Do you want to push it? You can re-roll it. I gotta know what's going on and it is all like pointing back to the... That's where the inform it's where they're trying to steal, so yeah, they yeah. need to know that. Yeah, give them a roll. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well once again, like the klutz you are, you get hit by a bunch of books and your uh... butt No no no, you don't take the hit point. Uh, I'm just gonna say you're embarrassed. Oh. But but the butler's supposed to be with me. Yeah, the Isn't butler's he with you and he helps me. And he helps you out, but still though, it is really embarrassing. But however, you do parse the following information. You do know that if, that you're pretty certain by now, like after four times trying to look for a pattern, there definitely isn't one. Because the books that are now missing are stuff like the history of Greece, followed by 
like the murder of Roger Acroy, followed by a copy of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, followed by Plutarch's Lives, followed by Paradise Lost, and then apparently he all there the missing another missing book was also huh and apparently uh, there's a stolen copy of the Bible and the Quran. Hmm. None, none of these books have anything in common with each other, and you're pretty certain that some of the previous books that were stolen didn't make sense either. So you're certain there is no real pattern to what's being stolen. So I have to see if I can get some more information from Silas. What does he know about why this could be happening? He's been around forever. Well, I, 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 I don't know. It's just the book seems so random. It's it, it makes no it makes no perfect sense. I guess it's just hmm. No, no, that. You're gonna need to ask him some more. Specific I I questions. need you to tell me what you know about the cemetery across the street. The cemetery. Uh, I know that Douglas, your uncle Douglas, often liked to go over there for a walk every now and again. Can't you tell me anything about when things were strange over there in the past, like people thinking there were zombies or? What the zombie rumor? How do you? How did you hear about that nonsense, madam? It, it, it was all hokum. Douglas specifically went over there to prove that it wasn't the case. How did he prove that it wasn't the case? He went there and stayed the night once. He stayed the night in the cemetery watching for the quote-unquote zombies and then proceeded to just... didn't see them. He spent the night in the crypt or in he, the mausoleum? In the graveyard. He just brought a book with him and then sat down and just... Didn't see anything. So now in my head, I think that the picture that is drawn of him is probably him sitting on a gravestone. Roll intelligence. Would I have like none of that? No, right, right here. <laughs> 55. Okay, I pass. Catching on. Um, you're 100% correct. That picture is of him in the graveyard. So I'm going to show that picture to the butler and say, is this like something he drew or that someone else drew of him? Yes, that's his horrible drawing style. Must admit, though. It's got a little spot hidden. The butler sees it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. He then... <laughs> He looks at that drawing and he just kind of panics a bit and just... You're fine. Sit down, have some tea, breathe, and tell me. I don't like it. Look, his, his, his ears in this, in this drawing, they're, they're, they're pointy. The man I saw from, from, from Mr. Corp, he had pointy ears. What if it's a clue? What if it's a sign? 
This is the man that you saw. Is he about the same height and build as my Uncle Douglas? No, no, no. Your Uncle Douglas wasn't that short. Was he very short? The man wasn't that short, but he was shorter than your uncle, like by a good half a foot or so. He did have a very weird walk, I'll say. A limp or a... I, I can't quite describe it. It's... Imagine a satyr. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus? <laughs> Is that that? Or like a... I mean, it's just... It was like that. It was like he was just lifting his knees up all the way to, the, to his like chest height. And so in what direction did he escape to? Wouldn't happen to be toward the cemetery, would it? I think so. Have you been to that cemetery? Oh, no. I have no reason to go. How long did you work for my Uncle Douglas? Ten years. Ten years? Mm-hmm. So it was when you first got here that it was the zombies? Yep, the rumor, yeah. And when did you, where did, were you before that? Oh, I've worked a couple of odd jobs. I did the occasional I was still a mother for some other people, but usually got laid off, etc., etc. And he gives you a really long, nice story about the good old days when he saw, when he had like friends like that, and you know, all of it was uh, just sort of like the good old days of being, just just being a butler with some rich families. Nothing of interest, though, to the current case. Do I believe that? Uh, you can roll psychology. Pass. He is telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. All right, then I have only a few more questions for him, mostly about Mr. Corbett across the street. I admit Mr. Corbett's a bit of a strange, reclusive man, but he's very friendly and open to the community. He always drops off vegetables for everybody from his personal garden in the back. It must be a pretty big garden. Oh, yes, he has a greenhouse and everything. Perhaps you take me in for an introduction to him. Oh, I'd be absolutely honored to. He takes you across the street and you uh, meet this charming old man. Ah, yes. Pleased to meet you. You're uh, his niece, yes? And he just like reaches down and he tries to shake your hand and like. And it's like this. Oh, <laughs> yuck, pooey. <laughs> I don't old. care, he's old, so that's all right. So, I, did you know my uncle very well? Oh, yes, he was such a good and honest man. I came to visit him every day and give him and I whatever fresh vegetables I had. That seems like a really nice thing for you to do. Did he ever give you anything? Oh, no, I just always had too many vegetables. I always have to make sure that everyone's, you know, good. He gave me a book once, but unfortunately I never finished it. Do you still have it? Uh, yes, yes I do. Might I have a look at it? Yes, and uh, he just hands you a copy of... Let's see... He hands you a book of poetry... He hands you a book of poetry. Specifically, he hands you... Uh, What's going to be a good author to pick? I am running out of, like, uh, good ideas. Yeah, he, he hands you, like, 
an old copy of like the of like uh, you know sort of of the poetic Ada. You know, like the Norse mythology poems. Okay. <laughs> Your uncle had a very eccentric collection. He's an interesting human being. Do you have other neighbors? I mean, there's the neighbor uh, over there. Uh, what's uh, what was her name? Ah, yes, Miss Jennifer over there is a very nice lady. So, I hate to ask you this, but do you know anything about? strange religions and dead people rising at the cemetery across from us. I'm afraid I don't. Surely you must have heard something about I'm it. I'm very new in this town. I just moved in three years ago. You could build a big old garden that like overproduces and all that in three years. <laughs> like... What can I say? <laughs> I have very good, very good soil. I wonder why that is. I'm just lucky. Do I believe you? If you want to roll psychology, you totally can. 49. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. He's kind of quietly trying to imply to you, back the fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of got that. So, I'm not going to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't want to back the off. Do you like to go walking ever, Mr. Corbett? Mm, occasionally, I'll take my car down to the local hospital and cheer up the children. The hospital or perhaps the asylum? No, the hospital, not the asylum. What do you know about the asylum? Not, not much, except that it's full of loonies. Do you think that Arkham has more people that are insane than a regular city? Nonsense. I think Arkham is full of very, very sane individuals. So, Mr. Corbett, where did you live before this? Oh, I lived over... uh, I used to live in Vancouver back in the day. But that's where I'm from. I'm from Vancouver. So nice and charming. Do you Um, know... How long did you live there? Oh, I uh, lived there for about 10 years. And then uh, before that, I was in San Francisco for 20. And then... uh, So what brings you to Arkham then three years ago? Oh, change of scenery. Always wanted to live near a river. Just any river? Yes. Uh, You can roll psychology again if you feel like it. Well, yeah, I think he's being cagey, and he's not, like, I don't kind of believe that he's only been there three years. Fifteen. The three-year number is definitely wrong, but everything else he said is actually true. Do you have a wife? Oh, she died a long time ago. I'm so sorry. Children? No. Would you think about going for a walk with me? I'm afraid not. I'm very tired and it's late in the day. Might I call on you again? Oh, sure. My my door is always open. Great. So, um, our friend here, Mr. Silas, had a very bad experience thinking that 
he saw someone leaving the house. Oh, right, that. I was there for that. Quite the oddest thing. I've never seen anything quite like it. Could you tell me a little more? I agree, agree with his description uh, that it was like he was walking weird, if Silas tells him that part earlier. But I do think it is strange that he just nonchalantly walked in and out. He never seemed quite in a rush or scared. He just carried some books. So he definitely had some books with him? Oh yes, huge stack of them. Do you know where, what direction he was headed? Definitely towards, uh, towards the city. This city is a little bit... He was going obfuscated into the forest a bit, but he was definitely heading towards the city itself. So... Through the cemetery? <laughs> now that you mention it, yes, that is quite strange. He went through the cemetery? Well, if he was going to town, yes. Like most criminals do. Why would you say most criminal? Well, he's a robber. He stole from your house. But I know, but most criminals go through the cemetery? Uh, most criminals go to the city, I mean. Oh. But it is strange. You would have to go through the graveyard. But that thing has a fence around it. I mean, you can't really get in through, like, the back. You can only get in it from the front. And he points out that there's, like, an, that the only entrance is, like, here on this side of town. Which is quite curious. Well, I think I might have to go have a look and see if there's not another way to get through there. So are you going to go into the cemetery? I am. The sun is beginning to set as you go into the cemetery at there, but you start investigating through the forest. Do I have to worry about being hungry? No, you're fine. Okay. You eat before. <laughs> you go in there and you look around, and eventually you notice, hey... There's some bended bars in there. Big enough to fit through? Big enough for a person to fit through. Roll me a spot hidden check. Oh, I'll fit through there. Oh, and it's not the spot hidden about fitting through. You look down and you notice, wait a minute. That's a... You look down at the ground and you realize, wait a minute. You can make out a faint dirt path. Like, this ground has been treaded on so much that the grass isn't as strong. It's a well-worn path. And if you follow it, you kind of notice, wait, that's going in the general direction of my house. Hmm, curious. Can you follow it into the cemetery? Yes, you can. Go through the gate. Through the bars. Through the bars. Sun's beginning to set. It is beginning to get dark out. I should have brought a flashlight. <laughs> uh, roll luck. What's my... This one? Uh, hang on. Yeah. 63. 63. So I'm good. You're good. Nice. Yeah, with a 63, uh, you do have a flashlight on you. Okay. You you break out your torch and you're, you're looking around. Hmm. Quite weird. Strange place to be. Does the pathway continue? The pathway continues and you follow it and I would like you to roll intelligence for me. There, there's one, there's the other. 
45. Pass. You look around, and eventually you follow it, and then you pull out the drawing. You find the exact tombstone where Uncle Douglas sat using the drawing. Then I'm freaking out. <laughs> and I'm going to go to that tombstone and look around it and see if it says anything. It's worn away. It's kind of chipped away. You can't really tell. If I sit in the same place that he was sitting in the drawing, what can I see? You are looking dead on at a crypt. That sounds really scary. Is there a pathway from there to the crypt? No. Nothing you can easily make out anyway. So the path ends at the place at, where at the he place was where sitting? At the place where Douglas was sitting, yeah. What's behind me? Just the pathway coming up? Uh, what's, so it's like, it hits the tombstone on the side. Uh-huh. Behind you is graves. A bunch of graves. But looking forward, you just see, like, you know, the crypt. I gotta go look at it. Roll spot hidden. The most common stat you will ever use in this <laughs> Like, game. repeatedly? 38. I'm good. You think the door has been opened recently? Well, can I get in? Sure, make a strength check. Yeah, that's about the strength of the thing, huh? Yeah, but can you physically move it? Yes, yes I can. Yes, you can. But as you open it... Oh god, that is an unctuous odor. Oh, oh my, oh (laughs) my, roll constitution. Oh, I'm way good. You're way good. (laughs) But you managed to steal yourself. That would have knocked you out if you didn't manage to like hold your breath. It was yeah, that bad. I'm kind of a badass. So do, you wanna, <laughs> so do you want to go into the crypt? Of course I want to go in there. As you go in, you notice that there isn't like a casket, there isn't bodies in here. There's a tunnel. Good thing I brought the flashlight. <laughs> go into the tunnel. I'd like you to roll navigate. Do I even have one of those? Oh, what a shame. What a shame. You have a 10, you have a 1% chance of getting this right. Good luck. So I have to get less than a 10? Oh, you have to get less, oh, it's a 10% chance. Good luck. (laughs) Well, that didn't happen. You can either spend a giant chunk of your luck or push your luck. We're going to see what happens. Or you can accept your fate. How giant a chunk of my luck. A big old chunk. You would have to reduce that down by... Like 50? 34. (laughs) You would have to deduce it by 34. So what happens to me if I just go, okay, for some reason I can't go down there? Uh, Then I will describe what happens. Okay. You have to live with this knowledge. But remember, pushing your roll means it's going to be worse, whatever the outcome is. Okay, so just tell me what happens. You get, you look in, you're looking around, you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You dig deeper, you get a little bit lost in the tunnels down below as you spend a bunch of time. Eventually, you encounter something. You point your flashlight straight forward, and you see something utterly terrifying. You see a thing that has a wide stance and claws chains and 
fabric wrapped around its chest. It's a ghoulie ghoul. No. <laughs> Long fingers and pointy ears. It's got like pointy ears. Pointy ears, and it's just it's just got little like tusks coming out from the bottom. And of how its tall teeth. is it? It's a little shorter than the average man, and he's just this deformed, hideous creature. Is he still or moving? He's moving, and he's looking at you. Does he walk like a fawn? Yes. I would like you to roll sanity. Jesus. (laughs) So you're going to roll your sanity stat. You're going to tell me what you get. I got to find what it is. So does it appear? It's going to be this number. So you got to beat a 39. That's not so good. I do. I have five. Congratulations. You take zero sanity damage and maintain yourself. You see the school, and it looks at you, and it recognizes something. And it goes off deep into the tunnel. It, and then another one of those things, a little more human, comes back. I need you to roll sanity twice. The first time, let's see how you do. 17. No, 11. Pass. Second time. Not. 83. So the good news is that you look at it and you recognize, oh, it's another one of these creatures, but it's a little more human. So you, you feel a little bit more at ease. Like, it's not as creepy. But still, though, you, you must be hallucinating, right? And then you realize who it is. Roll a d6. That's a normal six-sided die. Roll it. Take six points of sanity damage. Don't! Don't! No! There. Yep. No! And because I would, it looks like it's related to me. And roll an intelligence check. Nope. Good, you failed. Because if you succeeded, you would have fully comprehended the horrors that are in front of you. <laughs> and you would have suffered a bout of madness. Okay. So, so you're fine. You're fine. So now do I have to run away? Because... No, 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 no. You're able to maintain yourself. But still, though, the sanity loss does kind of shake you a bit. And you, you freeze in horror. And you look upon... It's Uncle Douglas. I knew it. And he just goes... Has it been so long? Well, pretty much your ears didn't look like that the last time I saw you. He's now... Let me show you what he looks like. Like, I have a picture of him, if you're curious. Yes. He looked just like a normal old dude. Except for hooves. Hooves and pointy ears and also tusks and a bigger nose. Can't see the tusks from here. Yeah, he's got like little tusks. Okay, gross. Gross. Has it been so long? It has been a long time. They thought you were dead. I might as well be. I'm one of the dead, in a sense. I, I more nibble on corpses these days. How did this happen to you? Well, ten years ago, I was trying to disprove some silly superstitious nonsense when I met one of those creatures. 
That's what they saw. It wasn't cultists or zombies or nothing. It's just ghouls. I was talking to one of them. Like you do, you can just talk to them, it turns out. They used to know English. Did it bite you? Actually, it didn't. We talked. Talked about what it was like to be a ghoul. I realized. Seems like a pretty good life. I don't have to worry or be concerned. I can just do what I feel like. I can read. No more social obligations. No more talking to professors. I can just read. And I have all the time in the world. Sure, I look hideous now. I'm going to have to live underground for the rest of my days and occasionally have to meet up for feeding times. But small price to pay, I say. So that was you that was taking books from the house? I do apologize for the fright. I didn't think you would be able to move in so quickly. I was hoping I would be able to grab most of my books beforehand. But I don't care if you have your books. You just have to tell me what's happened to you. Well, I took the deal. I talked to my friend. They left me a note one day off the gravestone. I found it. Yes. Good job. And, well... They bit me, and I started turning into a ghoul. So they did bite you? I chose to be bitten. I let them do it. Do they always let you choose? Not always, but we tend to keep to ourselves. I would much prefer if you don't tell anyone so as I can keep my privacy. I don't think I have to tell, but I want to know what's down that tunnel. Oh, it's a large, complicated network below the earth. By the way, you have fighting Cthulhu mythos now. Where do I start? Because now you know the mythos is real and you can never go back. Under credit rating, put a five there. And now your max sanity is forever a 94. You can never only be 94, 94 sane. But he explains to you that there's a large cavernous network below the earth that ghouls use to go between graveyards to nibble on corpses for sustenance. Only on the already dead people? Oh yes, we only nibble on the dead. It's rare if a living human gets to see a ghoul. Or even a half-ghoul like myself. I had to hurry though, and I had to steal, and I had to rush for those books. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to take the books I was most interested in reading. That's why there was no pattern. I feel unhappy for you, but I think you're still okay. I'm happier here, to be honest. I'm the happiest I've ever been. Why wouldn't I be? I can read. I can just... I'm free. I no longer work for the university, thank God. What was so bad about that? Ugh, work, work, work. Grading, grading, grading. Papers, papers, papers. Reading things I didn't want to. Now, it's a joy, a delight. Seriously, you like being a ghoul better than you liked being a human. Absolutely. And I believe that. Roll psychology. Yes, 26. Truth, whole truth, and nothing but it. Well, I'm a little bit flummoxed as to what... <laughs> <laughs> My uncle's a ghoul and he wants to be. <laughs> yeah. Roll a sanity check, but don't worry about losing any points right now. I pass. 
No, no I don't, don't anymore. Yeah, no, you don't. You're dumbfounded and awestruck, to be frank. You're just kind of going along with the notions of what he says. And as you think more on all the stories he's telling you, you just leave the graveyard, you go back to the house, and you just help load him up on books, you load him up in the truck, you take him to the graveyard, and just kind of mindlessly help him as you're in shock. Because they feel sorry for him. <laughs> and as he tells you, I must go now. Unfortunately, we close this hole tonight and we move somewhere else. I won't ever see you again? Unfortunately, no. I am forever one of the dead. But this, this has been here for ten years at least. Yes, yes, and we have to move on. Too much activity. They may know we exist. Where are I moving to? Oh, probably Boston or something. I'm not sure. Hard to tell when you're underground. But you'll find me again. You think? I think so. So tell me this. How much does Silas know? Oh, he knows none of it. <laughs> and your neighbor across the street? No clue what he's up to. He said he'd only been there for three years. Oh, he's actually been there for like five but not but, enough to really make any difference. Well, if you're curious, I, I do think he's planning something. Like, he's up to a project of some kind. Not quite sure what. But I will say, uh, th th there have been some interesting disappearances. Of, uh, I was going to ask you that, about this person that the police officer mentioned to me. Not the Jack guy, but Mordecai his... Mordecai the Mordecai. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. No clue. I don't know anything about him. You haven't heard anything about that? I mean, I know who he is. I've heard of him, but I don't meet him personally. Do the police know about you and the other ghouls? Oh, the other ghouls know about me, but the... Uh, I mean, do the police know about the other ghouls? Not a clue. Think it's all superstitious nonsense. That priest who showed up? No clue what the hell he was going on about. Oh, that's right. He was trying to make an exorcism? Uh, doesn't work. Did he do anything at all when he did that? Achieved absolutely nothing. How did you think that I would be with you? You thought I just would come after you were gone? I think you... I thought you would be smart enough to piece it together, and you seem... And you got here faster than I thought you would. I congratulate you on your job. I'm sorry I gave you such an awful fright. I didn't even know you. I didn't even know you were there. It's really okay. I just didn't know what to do. I thought somebody was just stealing your things. No, it's understandable. And so, where will you go again? Not sure. Probably some other next town over or something. Could be Ark, could be Boston, could be Dunwich, could be Ipswich, who knows. Hmm. I'm afraid I must be going. Good luck. Enjoy the house. And there are certainly more mysteries to be solved. Well, thank you for leaving me the house. Oh, you're right. Do you have good. any hints for me or any ideas for... Living well in Arkham. Keep an eye on Mr. Corbett. I think he poisoned my fruit once.
I knew there was something not right about him. Yes, you may want to look into that. Is he really from Canada? I think so. Hmm. Never really bothered to check. Well, must be going. Good luck! Does he go up like this? Yep. <laughs> clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> he just clops his way deeper into the tunnel, and as you leave the tunnel, the ghouls follow behind you, and they speak their own tongue of ghoulish. And then, like, Douglas responds to And as they, as you walk out, left dumbfounded from the little tunnel, they seal the crypt behind you. And that's it. certainly was a story. But not all stories end with happy endings. But this one wasn't particularly sad. Uncle Douglas got what he wanted, and there are more mysteries to solve in the town of Arkham. Who knows what other little mysteries lie behind every corner. Well, I do, of course. But we'll save that for next time in episode two, Mr. Corbett. As always, I am your humble servant, Vitus Varnus, and I will see you next time. Huh. It's so different. So much more optimistic, despite being abducted by aliens and tortured and Every bad thing that could ever possibly happen to a human being. I still somehow managed to keep a grin on my face. <laughs> Those were better days. Those were better days indeed. Miss you, Mac. I can use you right now more than ever. Don't know why. Why did I put you away? I wonder where the boy is sometimes. I worry for him. I want him to be back together. Be happy again. Huh? Oh. Today's Mother's Day. I could remember. The boy had the memories. I didn't. I'm just as eager. It's his super ego. I'm just the voice. The boy remembered his mother. I hope they're good memories, whatever they are. And I wish you good memories as well, dear listener. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for indulging me. As always, I am your humble servant, Vitus Varnus. I'll see you next time back in Centralia.